Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 627 being recorded on May 5, Cinco de Mayo, 2021. I'm Sebastian P. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brett Van Spurenberg. Happy post-Star Wars Day. That's true. And Cinco de Mayo. We should have rescheduled. Hey, you know what? You know what is in within arm's reach of me right now? Arms reach? I get it. Tequila? Arms reach. Oh, do tell. If it's not a piece of Star Wars right, memorabilia. It is tequila. This was given to <laughs> no. me years ago, and, and maybe I'll just drink it tonight. Oh, hey, cat ass. Well, it's Cuervo, so it hasn't gotten any worse. <laughs> no, it certainly has not. I Age think it actually has. It, it may have actually been up here when I first got it. Um, oh, the kids are sneaking it. No, this would be you know, angels. They fear. should be replacing it's it with a, water. That would be smart. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, this was given to me probably about ten years ago, and I never drank it. Ooh, it's so, so it is finally aged in a plastic yeah. bottle, <laughs> and it obviously has, has evaporated. This is good. So I'm, I'm, you know, at the end of the show, I'll take a sip. See how it. Uh, what do you mean, take a oh, sip? Wow. There's like a shot. Okay, well, well you know, it's, it's with this. Okay, with 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 this bottle top, you can't really slug it. Okay, okay. it's like true. Something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, gargling the with tequila. Yeah, it'll be not it'll be slow torture. It's like one of those travel <laughs> bottles of whiskey. You'll just you'll just see the stuff spitting <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, be sure to go to pcper.com slash subscribe to find out when we do this again so you don't miss it. This is the you know kind what? of stuff we usually save for the after show, but it's right up front. We're, we're gaining subscribers by the tens right yes. now. Well, and losing them by the hundreds. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash pcper to give us money and allow us to continue to operate. You know, that's what no, Patreon's really. for. It is very nice and very, we're grateful for all the uh, patron members that we have. So thank you so much for everybody who jumps on there and contributes a little bit to uh, helping keep the show alive and, and us, you know, moving around and, and making this happen. So Amen. heartfelt thanks. Thank I, you. I, I yeah. am grateful keeping, and confused as to why keeping you my do it, cat I love that you do. In fresh water. That's right. <laughs> You know, uh, we do actually have one new member oh, that I okay. do want to, to thank. So thank you very much. Uh, easy to pronounce this week. Vincent Lopez. Thank you so much for joining and helping to contribute to keeping this all going. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And uh, do, you, do you think his friends call him Velo? Yo, get no, Velo just v- on the phone. Just VL, uh, probably just his initials, probably. Yo, oh, where VL? Uh, is good. Probably hey, VL. Like or maybe if they're geeks, they'll be like, Hey, Visa local bus. Well, yeah. you know, his name is his VLP. So he goes maybe by VLP. Maybe it's just Vince. <laughs> maybe it's Vince. Big, big VL, VLB. Hey, Vince. Right. It could be. I mean, that's a little. If you're watching, I mean, we're, thank we're, you. We're, we're VLB. That's your unique name. It's we're great. stretching yeah, it a wee bit. Yeah. Love it. Nah, it's, he's good with it. I can okay. just tell. That's why he signed up for this, you know, shout, no, shout no, out no. abuse. The real reason he signed up is for what we're about to, to see right you now. You know, you're right about to go down. Laramie, Wyoming. Yes. Josh, you're on the spotlight. The clock is ticking. Okay, you know what? Back. Some days, 
you just got to not have a burger. And, and they had a hot dog. A hot dog with a pretty fresh and interesting wheat bun. Two tomato slices. Pepper relish. Sweet relish. Fresh chopped onions. A mixture of an American and cheddar cheese. Lettuce. And on the bottom... They're very, very famous. Bacon jam. Yes, it is jelly made out of bacon. And it's worth it. So yeah, did you eat it in the I, hallway? I had to step. No, I did not throw it down the hallway. Uh-huh. I didn't eat it in the hallway. Um, uh-huh. It went down my gullet, which is probably even worse yeah. if you think about it. But yeah. anyway, uh, no, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, that was a big piece of fresh meat. It wasn't the Oscar <laughs> Meyer wiener. Let's look at that. Not the old ballpark Frank. No, it was, one it was more a time. pretty solid processed how, hot so dog. You, how long you was put it? That, uh, you put that wiener in your face, did you? It's probably it's about, about it's not the length, seven it's the and a half inches long. Okay, well, uh-huh. then what's the girth? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was pretty significant. One and a half was, yeah, this is not a, like a cheap seven and a half either. No, That's a no, significant it's, it's dog a, there. It's a, it's a, it is a significant dog. And uh, you know what? It was, it was not overly filling. It didn't make me feel bad. I had with fries. The fries were okay. Again, a little bit underdone as they've been lately, but uh, still quite tasty. And uh, I mean, they're all fresh cut fries, so who can complain? No one. Nobody. But yeah, if you ever get into town, they got good stuff, Maynard. This is Born in a Barn still? Born in a Barn. Man, they do burgers, they do hot dogs, they do it all? Uh, their smoked chicken wings are probably the best things on this planet. You should I don't review know if them we've ever seen a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never heard of oh, oh, their, their smoked chicken mm-hmm. wings are okay. fantastic. Okay. Don't get their regular chicken wings. You get... Pay a little extra and get the smoked. Okay, they apparently smoked that. something like 500 of those a day that they go through. And if you think, Chickens? Laramie's not a small town. No, uh, wings. Oh, okay. 500 right. plus right. wings that they smoke daily. It's, it's a lot of orders. Yeah. Between 8 Hopefully and 12. A dozen? That uh, depends. Maybe uh, we, I will get the smoked ones next week. We have some requests mm-hmm. coming in via the chat. People want to, you to start reviewing fast food from, you know, Burger King, <laughs> McDonald's. Oh. Want to, I saw a no. just a Whopper review has been requested, a McDouble review. <laughs> what did Josh do to you to deserve such hatred? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, okay. So you're you're above that. You're above going to MCD. Oh. Okay. I, yeah, I think he is. He's like a mm. connoisseur say, of specialty. Mr. Craft beer, fast food, gourmet, hot dogs. <laughs> you know, dogs. mechanically separated chicken put into nuggets is is uh, just not that tasty. And I'm you sorry. dip it in the sweet and sour sauce. It, it, you bet it is tasty. <laughs> Viewers, I dare you to disagree with me. Sweet and sour <laughs> sauce with the nuggets. It's it's great stuff. I don't know what it is about the the breading what artificial substance that is, is but it's so good there is something addictive about it it is it's probably something actually it is something addictive it's something powdered it, it and probably is yeah 
Speaking of addictive, uh, I just we just can't get enough of videocards.com around here. Uh, oh, everybody's gosh, favorite man. source for leaks and reports, and even just mainstream news. They do press releases now. It's so it's so above board. But then we have stuff well, like this. Who wants to talk about some, this? So there's a couple of things in here that uh, I just wanted to mention, just very highlight highline type stuff, which is that. Um, their new uh, eight-core CPUs are coming out. Not going to really talk about their speeds and, and TDPs and all that. But it uh, looks like they're positioned fairly positively against uh, AMD's 5900 uh, eight-core versus the new six-core uh, version that's about to come out, Tiger Lake H, Intel Tiger Lake H. And uh, they're looking like they're going to be fairly competitive. Speaking of Intel stuff. Yes. Engineering sample CPU leaks out. Now, I know sometimes engineering samples end up in people's hands way in advance. Right. But this on one's eBay kind of interesting. Elsewhere. Yeah. New architecture. This one, I think, I think this is kind of cool. This well, has got, no, nothing got about Adam. 228 watts is cool. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> right here. Touche. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about for the audio listeners? Well, we're talking about Intel Alder Lake. S 16 core 24 thread desktop CPU Wait, engineering how, how sample. How does that math leaks. work out? It's well, interesting. It's you should ask that. Okay, explain. Oh. Brett, explain how 16 core processors only have 24 threads. That's an you ask and you ask an interesting question. It's because there isn't a single architecture on this chip. Oh, is it is it an two. eight core and an eight core? Except only one eight core is is dual thread or oh. threaded. Well, it's a okay. six cores with, with Atom <laughs> cores on it as well. Let's see what this report WCCF tech of, says. of Big Little here. It says, so after yeah, the lackluster launch of Rocket Lake-esque, <laughs> all eyes are now set on Intel's 12th gen. Oh, all eyes, yes. The entire right. industry waits with bated breath. Right. What's Intel going to do next? 12th gen savers. Hmm. Okay. Super fin. Superfin yes, lives on more 10 nanometer. nanometer stuff. Okay. But not how limited much to they can actually cores? produce. Well, hey, kind kitty. of limited to cores. This is an underclocked engineering example. So well, right, none yeah. of these clocks, none of these clocks matter. But architecturally, it's interesting. At at 228 watts, I guess. You know, you can uh, see where that's leading us towards is like you ever, you ever watch whose line is it anyway where the points don't matter? Mm-hmm. These are Intel chips where the the, the watts don't matter. Okay, this right? is interesting. I wonder if the, how much this will how, uh, clue us into the next architecture coming up. So here we have power limits. So you have time, the tau, you have power, PL1, PL2. Power limit one is the long duration power. It's 125 watts. So this will be 125 watt CPU. It says TDP is 125. Okay, that's a 56 second tau. That's standard desktop. Laptops typically are 28 seconds. Power limit two, short duration, 228 watts. For 2.4 milliseconds. That is so short. But yeah, you can you can turn yeah. that off. I mean, you can you can adjust power limits. And by most enthusiast boards, even have the, the short duration power limit on infinite. But T-junction on this one's 100 degrees. It's not, again, engineering sample, like you said. Yeah. Eight atom cores. Ooh, socket V. Uh... Eh. Turbo Max is well, it says Turbo mm-hmm. Max 4.6 gigahertz here. 
Yeah, I mean, but that that's down from where they're at right now. And this is right. supposed to be an entirely new chipset, of course. I think they're calling it the five I'm sorry, six ninety series, right? Okay. I think that's in this article. So huh. yeah. Uh, Igor's lab has more on this base clock of 1.8. See, that's why you got to kind of throw out the. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of a mobile you know, base clocking. Clock. Oh, you're right. Yep. No, is Alder Lake? I don't I honestly don't know. Is Alder Lake derived from mobile architecture as well? Oh, I don't know. Like Good Rocket question. Lake no, or, I don't think it was. No. Okay, it's all brand new desktop stuff. It was at mm. least marketed as that. Now I haven't dug that far in, but. Oh boy! Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll see AMD's new low power core. But so I have gonna no be idea when that is. LGA seventeen hundred socket. I just uh, checked that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they've said yeah, about that's, like that's all along. Oh, okay. Nobody listens to me. Oh. No socket V. No. You did say socket no, V. Didn't immediately it. translate that yeah. V meant. I was hoping oh, that's a seventeen hundred. That's a seventeen hundred yeah, pin v. socket. I mean, I'm not just talking about five in Roman numerals, and I'm not talking about 50 either. Moving on. Shape of an L on her forehead. Okay, uh, the Windows Store, everybody's favorite place to get all their games. And, you know, oh, and they're, I know. They're, they reduced the amount of money that the developers are going to have to pay, right? The cut, they caved. Yeah. Their cut's going down. Well, they went know, with Epic. Because... Because they're totally freaking irrelevant. But anyway, Sad, hey, but here's true. a story. Look at this delightful interface, by the way. That's Windows Remember XP Sterno? if I ever saw it. Why that did you pick one this of the picture? Original <laughs> multiplayer call, uh, clients. What do you mean? Why did you pick the picture? Because he's Jeremy. Way and, back oh, that's in true. The day. I'm sorry. That's a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, and then I waxed uh, reminiscent about GameSpy. Oh yes, GameSpy. GameSpy died. All the games died too. <laughs> at least until Steam some brought some of them back. I haven't read this yet. I love the subtitle. The Windows Store still sells PC games. Yes, I, games that's my point exactly. <laughs> We're going to go a cut yes. of zero by uh, from thirty to twelve percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, and that's okay. the best. The best part is what you're missing. What? This is PC games only. Oh sure. Oh, yeah. not even Xbox. So oh, anything no. on the Xbox? No. We're they still make all their money the on Xbox. Time. <laughs> it's true. Platform doesn't matter, guys. <sighs> you know, it, it it does blow my mind thinking back to playing Quake Two multiplayer. That yeah, you had to use GameSpy to get yep. the good things. And unless you had a direct you IP to someone, that. you forget about that. How how ubiquitous GameSpy was back in the day if you wanted to play multiplayer without going through the absolute crap in-game server browser. Or Civ Mm. 3 and 4 depended on GameSpy for multiplayer unless you were doing it in the land. And there was a huge fight uh, to convince Steam to actually keep a little bit of the infrastructure that existed and let it play nicely with Steam until at least Steam could figure something out. But yeah, I mean, as soon as that platform dies, and I don't mean the gaming platform, I mean the platform which serves you the software dies, that's it. All them games you thought you owned, well, sorry about that. That happens to a lot of stuff, unfortunately, which is another story that we'll touch here in a minute. Yeah, first. Glide games. 
for the Flash. most part. Well, they've got they've got rappers out there for some, but yep. it doesn't always work. Steam just released a bundle of like twenty eight of the old classic Flash puzzle games. Oh like no way! Ten bucks. Yeah, hmm. I was gonna think of that as my pick, but I didn't. It was great so because the two new stories now? in a row. <laughs> two new stories in a row where two new Windows updates are completely and totally removing Flash, even the little bits you've left. New Flash games being released on <laughs> Steam. Yes. Yeah. They're in a sandbox. It's okay. Oh, no, no Josh. Run. HTML5 will not run Flash. <laughs> no. Why is Steam installing anyway. Docker on my computer? <laughs> now, now you know. <laughs> so that Flash uh, cannot escape its cage. That's the reason. Uh, yep. Guru of 3D has uh, reviewed the i7-11700KF. It's going to be the more affordable variant of the i7, the 11th gen. Kentucky Fruck Edition? Uh, I want my IGP. I would just say Kentucky Fried, but yeah. I want my IGP. No, Kentucky Fried. Yeah, actually, that will runs. Good point, because this is not the right time to be buying the GPU-free variant. No. You need that IGP. Yes. Uh, the i7-11700KF against just about everything is how Jeremy put this. And they put a... It's a battle royale with some very large text here. So I have the uh, size increased to like 133%. Here's a picture of it. That's the uh, chip. If you haven't seen one, base oh. 3.6 gigahertz, boost 4.6, TDP 125. But, you know, it's... If you have all the limits enabled. Uh, so how, what are the results like? Let's look at... Uh, da, 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 uh, let's not look at a bunch of synthetics. Video encoding. Let's look at video encoding. That's a good Video encoding is a good thing. And break. Higher equals better. So it's right here above the 10900K, which has Ooh. 10 cores. Now, you may remember Ooh. that the i7 this generation, the 11th gen, and the i9 are virtually the same part. So... This makes sense because the i9 is slightly faster than than the um, previous gen i9 in things like this, where the the higher IPC can help uh, things out, can help mitigate that those cores. Horizon nines my, the must be frustrating. My understanding. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to Jeremy's point, look at the top of this chart. I mean, with the exception of that one last big extreme edition yeah. Core i9 high, right. high, you know. HEDT part, it's all Ryzen. It's the 5800X, 3900X, 3950X, 39, well, 3900XT, 5900, and at the very top of the chart, of course, the 5950X. Way higher performance. We're talking 89.71 average frames versus 60.99 from the Core i7. So it's it's all, it's all AMD. How much there. is the, uh, the uh, 117... 100k. Let's see what they say right? under the conclusion. I thought it was around three. Hey, you just 50. said uh, the the IPC and the 117. Uh, you were just talking about that. My understanding is it's very very similar to the 5800. It's almost on par. Is so, it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah, tested that one. We tested you, the i5. Isolate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are they talking about value here? Where's the value proposition? I don't see. Power consumption power. conclusion. Yeah, part of it. Oh, 449. Wait, wait, oh, 380. 380. So this is like 379. Okay. Uh, versus a 1500X. Oh, yeah, and a 449. Yeah, the 5800X was significantly faster. Yeah. 
Mm. And IPC is about the same, Josh. But you're right about you no, know, no, no. But it just walks. Well, yeah, yeah. It, this, it, it it was a good 17 points ahead. It's no, it playing the value game here. Yeah, well, we're seventy dollars less. You're not getting an IGP so, with yeah. the AMD part either. Uh, just a quick Micro Center check mm-hmm. here. Uh, okay. Four twenty nine for that fifty eight hundred X. By the way, for just yeah, but just what is it for here. the the eleven seven hundred? Question. What's the Amazon TDP on that? One hundred and five watts. Uh, I mean, real AMD. Real TDP. AMD. Real TDP, yeah. Yeah. One hundred and five. That's with the trademark. I'll just real TDP. I'll just tell you that the yeah. here's here's the interesting bit. The eleven seven KF is sold out at Micro Center <clears throat> currently. <clears throat> Just to give mm. you an no, idea of the value Amazon proposition. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, did you know that Demand. Resident Evil... Sorry to step Demand's on Demand's pushing price. Yeah. Sorry. Go Resident ahead. Evil. It is the new benchmark for ray tracing. Is it not? I mean, I don't know. It's a... It's a well, it's finally, a I mean... one, right? Uh, basically, right, we could put a lot of ray tracing on games and turn it off, and it was like, yeah, it got faster. Did ray tracing really add anything to it? Yeah, it looked a little bit better. These are a couple of games. Well, this is one of them that is is actually is like, yeah, it's a lot better. And it, it does some very good things. I think Jeremy wrote this story on this one. Well, what amused me was that uh, there were two takes on it. One, there is no ray tracing. It's stupid. It makes the game slower. It doesn't do anything <laughs> versus, right. holy crap, making the lighting actually a little bit better and creepier in a survival horror game? That makes a lot of sense. Bang. And I so think RPS, we might have a winner. Yeah. yeah. RPS uh, did some really good screenshots. Uh, it just adds to the ambience and it does it really nicely uh, in those slow times when, you know, things aren't trying to squish you like a little bug. Uh, but they just loved it. And the thing was that because it is agnostic, they could test it with, uh, it was an RX. 6700, uh, I think it was, and a 2060 Super and a 2070. And hell, damned if you can't actually reach 50 or 60 frames average at 4K on these things. You, you do sacrifice a little bit of the quality if you want to get the maximum quality out of it. 1440p was pretty good. They were a little, they noticed that the higher that they turned up the uh, various features for the ray tracing and made it look like, I mean, the two pictures that you're seeing right now, the, as she says, the, the shadows in that one are just all over the shop. They, they don't make much sense. They're just sort of there. Whereas when you look at the ray traced one below it, especially over there on the right, yeah, the, there is a visual difference there. But it eats memory. So as they cranked up uh, the various features on it, they were hitting the point where it was saying that it wanted 12 gigs worth of VRAM. So everyone out there that's screaming and yelling that, you know, games are going to need huge amounts of VRAM, well, here's your poster child. It uh, would probably do really well with the 6800 XT or the uh, 3090 with the, the, the huge vast pools of RAM. But overall, you, you're going to be able to play it at a fairly high resolution and even the AMD owners are going to be able to play with uh, the ray tracing and actually get a great experience out of it. Hmm. Are there any charts here with uh, comparisons? I know that um, Keith over at WCCF Tech was talking about uh, a bunch of testing he's been doing on this at 4K so far. 
And I thought he, I thought his name was pronounced Keefe. 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 They'll get it eventually. Okay. Actually, they probably won't. I call him Keefe. Okay. So do other people. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the whole VRAM thing. It's isn't yeah, it sad so we'll, that the thirty sixty becomes a better proposition in certain circumstances like this than a thirty seventy. It literally does. So that's kind right, of a wacky test but going forward. Oh, but hey, but that wasn't the only buy one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whoever no, that wasn't the only somebody. game. That wasn't the only game that's going to benefit from RTX. And new game, I believe it's tomorrow, is is actually released. Well, not uh, filled new. with, well, not new, but a new iteration of the game available tomorrow. Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition looks like it's really going to benefit from RTX to the point of there's some fairly significant requirements. I don't know if it's actually in this. I put another mm. link in the show notes to take us to a um <clears throat> at least i think it's going to take us to a um a page where they have some of the minimums and uh, recommendeds uh for systems but at 1080 in order to hit 1080p 60 they're recommending eight core cpus and i like this eight can course. i run it with ray tracing off great no no this My version no. is designed for ray tracing to be on all right so well call me you like, oh, about it. Edition, can i, I no no now, this is the first, first like, would you say, like, triple A title, anyway, or high-end game that says, you know, RTX only. If only you could buy an RTX card to enjoy that. So if you already have nah, one. you can, but whatever. If but you, if you already have, have one, already, one, enjoy this new game. If you don't, sorry, you can't. I, I wonder if they'll rethink okay. that when sales are not. Right. At I'm, I'm going to read this because you might not get the, you might not see the link. I'm going to read this at 1080/60. In order to hit that, their recommended is, yeah, here we go. If you scroll down, there's there's some blocks here where they have the recommended minimums. So though you scroll a little bit more, you'll come up with the minimum. There we so go. There's the minimum. There's the minimum. 1080/45. 45 FPS, four okay. core, obviously. So a 2060. Four, 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 four plus four with a 2060. That's 2060 so with DLSS, I'm assuming. Uh, probably, yeah. So scroll down to their minimum recommended for 1080 60, eight core, and a 2070 slash 3060, and a 2070 or 6700 XT. So yeah. hold on, look at that FX9370. This is not RCX only then. If you can use a Radeon card, well, or is this is this wrong? Are they just like guessing? It's ray tracing. Here? Well, it's ray. Well, so it, it is ray tracing. DXR or is it RTX? It must it's be DXR be. then. Gotta huh. be DXR. I have no idea. I thought this was an RTX thing. It. I thought it was a Metro Exodus with an RTX game. Okay, we have further investigations. We'll need to be. Let's try made. it out. I, apparently, I do own this game, so there you go. Or at least the base version. So hopefully, I get. Isn't that funny? Occasionally, you open Steam and you go like, "Oh my god, I own that game." What? I, I don't need epic. to buy it. It's. I have to admit, oh, it was epic. <laughs> I I still you probably should your, play the first one. Yeah, I want to play them in order. I've given up on that. I, I own that one it's, on a DVD. Don't give up on the dream. Actually, I, my keyboard spacebar died, or at least it wasn't working responsibly, and apparently you had to look for a lot of traps in a section, and it just, I got so frustrated that even after I replaced the keyboard, it was like, no, I do not want to go back to this game. It just, it upset me. 
And then there was a second one that I should have played and I didn't. And now I have this one. Last Light. Yeah. Yeah. 2033. There's too many games. You know, you know, if, if, uh, if the end of the world comes and civilization collapses, I hope, I pray that Steam is able to keep their servers up and I can at least play my backstock of games as we oh. slowly freeze to death. Yeah, that's a I mean, at least Josh, that would be, you know, that would be the silver lining. It really would. Yeah. No. It's like, hey, I've now got time to finish that backlog of games. And then you drop and break glasses. It's not fair. It's not exactly. Fair. This is going to be a remake of the Twilight Zone it's, episode. It's just, it's yeah. not fair. It's not it's, fair. I'm still time I need and all I the time I want. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, you mentioned that your keyboard wasn't working. Did you try putting it in the dishwasher? Uh, well, no, mine just goes in the sink and I wash it. It's it's oh, waterproof. Okay. But DRM so, yeah. in a dishwasher? I know. So this, this was great. also the morning where they released the brand new Spectre Lake flaw that is not uh, being mitigated against, which was too damn depressing to write about. So I wrote about Bob. Okay. Bob is an apartment dishwasher that sits on your de- on a countertop and you pour water into it and take it out again. And you, you use little uh, cartridges of detergent. You stick it in and it'll do, you know, a, a bachelor's type stuff. So a couple of plates, cups, and cutlery. So at 486 bucks, you know, it's a little bit more expensive than the, a full-sized one, but you don't have to deal with the plumbing. You don't have to deal with any of that sort of crap. But there's a catch. Do you recall HP and the printer cartridges that had a specific expiry date, regardless of how much time or how much ink was left? Well, Ooh. Bob has the same thing. Each cartridge is good for 90 washes. No more, no less. After that, the little prom on it says, okay, we're going to order to you a new one at 60 bucks a pop. So all of a sudden you're almost $500 over the course of washes and washes at 90 washes a cartridge. Suddenly you're going to be ending up spending a shitload more than you would on a normal dishwasher. So of course someone took one of the cartridges apart and says, okay, well, it's obviously just simply a prom and they wrote a program to erase it and they've posted the source code up. If you want to be able to, uh, yeah, they're, they're pop and rock cassettes, I believe, because why not? <laughs> and so he's able to reset them or you can buy a, a kit that we just, uh, 20 or 30 bucks and it's already done for you. So up to you if you want to do it or not. He also found uh, one of the uh, high concentrate uh, dishwashing liquids that is completely compatible with this. So he can refill them as well. And so even if you're just looking at the basic stuff, he was getting uh, like probably 120, 130 washes. So I get an extra 50 or 60 washes out of these things easily. But now you just reprogram it, you reset it, you refill it again, and away you go. And hey, Bob is now your uncle. So it just oh, I, the only I saw what you did there. My only concern <laughs> well is played. depending on where you live in the world, this might end you up sued or in jail. So be careful <sighs> where you do. My concern about this is what a dinky little piece of crap this is for almost five hundred dollars. Wash, it, look, if it only holds five or six dinner plates and a 
looks like two don't glasses and four mugs. Don't expect me to explain people that buy this sort of stuff, just, Sebastian. I just know. wash the dishes. It would take less time to wash that many dishes and dry them than it would to set this but thing up you on your sink every time. Look, I, I admire their smoky blue backlighting. Yeah, it's nice. Fair. Not, it's aesthetically yeah. pleasing, but useless it and is. impractical. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, it's absolutely. It's a ridiculous thing to buy, but I mean, hell, not only did someone do it, but they screwed around with it to let you reset it completely. Mm. And that just sort of amuses me. I was going to say, you know, but the action of, of pulling out the drawer and putting it back, it's its like its like running on silk. Like Smooth. wiping your ass with silk. Okay. It is that, just that, like that's that, that went do a that little. Through the system. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched that movie in a while. <laughs> Why is this on here? Uh, and I guess this hits right back into the right to repair thing. Yeah, let's get Lewis Rossman on the show Look. again. Yeah. This okay. it's we because don't, don't, it's exactly how much money has he raised so far? Uh, not enough. He needs more money. He's never going. But here's he here's the deal. Seven hundred. Here's the deal with the dishwasher. Of six million. No. Yeah, he's he's got a ways to go. It's not going. But to the be. point is, is do we own the things that we buy? Yeah, this you've, you've ranted about this before. Well, I'm not done. And this dishwasher is in, It's just part of the problem. This ex- illustrates the exact problem of do we actually own the things that we buy or are we just going to be slaves to DRM and stuff that we can't fix ourselves? And and I say no. No. Say no. We should be able to fix our I, own things. I say if we you're going to buy this lifestyle garbage, you deserve your 90 wash limitation. I, well, you may have a point there. But it does illustrate how people are, can be taken advantage of. Well, right, but because they can be taken advantage of, other people will get very... They volunteer to be taken advantage of. They go out and hunt people down to take advantage of them. I paid that much for the dishwasher that I installed in our kitchen a couple years ago. It's like 500 bucks. It's from, I think it's a GE. And it's okay. I think it has a bad control board already, but it's been like three years. Well, the same uh, mentality applies to things like a dishwasher with a bad control board. You should be able to order that control board and I replace can. it yourself if I you can. wanted. I just have to dismantle. That's good. Unfortunately, I have to dismantle the door because it's in the top of the door and you have to. It's like sandwich. Of course, I don't, of I don't course. Know. Right now, oh. all I'm doing is chirping like the doors open once in a while, so it's okay. Oh, the, the hell you live. Yeah, through. I called it and repair people one time for my dishwasher that we bought for three hundred and eighty dollars on sale, and the main motor broke. But I didn't know what was wrong with it. I mean, just, you know, it wasn't working, wasn't pumping, wasn't, didn't know where the issue was, whether it was the board or, or whatever. And uh, they came in and was like, well, first of all, you're going to have to pay us $120 to troubleshoot this. And he got done. And, you know, I said, you know, it kind of seems like the, the motor, the main motor pump is just not working. It's, so he, you know, got his voltmeter out and was like, yeah, it's not pulling any. And he vaults, so obviously that's it. And he types up that thing. It's like, okay, after labor and parts, it's going to be five hundred fifty dollars to fix this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like three hundred eighty dollars. Remember the old Lenovo ThinkPads? Yeah. And if a pure part bust on those, it's like, yeah, okay. So you bought this from us for eight hundred dollars. The replacement motherboard will be eleven hundred. But um, why shouldn't I just buy a new computer? Aha! Yeah. And you know what? We've got some. <laughs> oh, I found a refurbished you know, one in the back room. That's 
Yeah, that's no, actually a happily. very good point. Go ahead. Happily, in my case, the guy left me with the part number, and I bought it mm. off of Amazon wow, for a hundred bucks. And so I, I just replaced it myself. It was easy. I mean, there's videos on YouTube, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it, and really, it's there's more to, you know, it's not just companies that are wanting you to not fix stuff, but they have convinced people that they just can't when we have all of right. these tools and right. things in our hands and, and the amount of information, just look out there, find the stuff, fix it yourself. I mean, they're, they're, they're like, you know, booby trap things like, you know, you try to rip apart a Kindle and it's a giant pain in the ass, but yeah, there's so many other things out there that just look on the internet. You can fix it yourself. You can do it. I have or faith in you. If, if you're not, if you're not capable and you're like all thumbs or whatever, there are potentially independent repair places out there that could probably handle this stuff for you if they were allowed to buy the parts. And that's part of the yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. That is definitely part of the problem. I remember paying, I don't remember, some astronomical amount of money for a repair on an AC compressor that went bad in, in, in a house I was living in. And I watched the guy because he let me see what he was doing. And I'm like, oh, it's a start capacitor. Oh my gosh. I, I thought it was a, like heavy mystery because I knew nothing about, you know, AC and cooling and whatever. It's like, oh, that's just a motor capacitor. So since that point, I've been able to diagnose not only the other one that was at that home and a different house, I've actually helped neighbors out since then and helped them replace their, their start caps and, you know, saving them thousands, you know, or my, and myself hundreds and hundreds of dollars over time. It, a little knowledge goes a long way. And, and now Brett uh, skill. owns and operates the biggest AC uh, company in the tri-state area. It's a very small side side business, really. Yeah, it's it's cash, more like an advice, consent, cash only. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we really lucked out Stein in here. Vancouver. There is, remember when there was always the old repair, electronics repair shop, and you didn't matter what you took in, the guy would look at it, two weeks, cash. <laughs> and, and you'd come back in two weeks, and somehow he had found the parts and fixed stuff. This is not a thing anymore. Like, like those, those sort of stores barely exist. We found a TV repairman on Hastings Street that is like this. It's a long, thin uh, storefront. And in the back is just at least probably 600 TVs in various states of disrepair. Because what he does is he find like, when someone doesn't want a TV anymore, when they try and sell it, he'll buy the damn thing because, oh, this logic board works on 15 other different models. And so we end up shooting the shit with him for quite a while. And he's like, no, it drives me nuts because you take this to the manufacturer and they will be like, no, it's this entire uh, daughter board that's got to be replaced. It's almost the same as the price of the TV. Uh, And besides, it'll take eight weeks to get it shipped from God knows where. Or he's like, one, no, it's it's not the entire board. It's it's this one little friggin' SMT that's got to come off and go get replaced with something, but it's got to be the specific one which is available on this model of TV and that's what he does. And it, it was amazing because all of a sudden, you know, pretty much unless the TV is really truly dead, 100, 200 bucks cash and it's back and alive. I, I, I hate throwing stuff out. So it's really and that's one stuff. last thing on this before we're, before we're done. Before is the there should be battle stories are over. Uh, exactly. Well, not, it's not a story. It's just a final point in that 
we're supposed to be a lot more environmentally conscious nowadays. Yeah. And Jeremy, you just touched on it. Stop throwing this, this stuff away. It can be repaired. If the point was, and these companies that are making these things are so, so aware, you know, so environmentally, you know, we, we build everything with like, you know, wood glue and, re- and repairable items and nothing goes to waste. Then why are you forcing me to buy a new one rather than allowing me to repair my existing, you know, one, you know, fruit company? Why are you doing that? Okay. Think of that's, the that's my final final word on that. Okay. Children. Okay. 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 Hey, I agree. That's exactly what I meant. With not throwing stuff away. I mean, how? Yes. I will never throw this away. <laughs> I don't know what that is. AMD 386SX 33 megahertz board, but this is actually. Is that the one you can upgrade to a DX by putting in a second chip in that other Ooh. slot? No, I think that's just a 387 Something? slot. No, that's that's the coprocessor oh, slot, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the coprocessor. Yeah. Well, you turn it into a DX by putting in a coprocessor. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah essentially, yeah. But this is an old yes. Acer board, and it's so small, it will fit in any of those mini ITX enclosures that will and accept uh, those longer. What is that form factor? Is it mini DTX? DTX, probably. So I have yeah. a plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a mini ITX case, mini DTX 386SX build soon. I was gonna we'll come up with a time. We'll stream it. It'll be exciting. Uh, I'm a it's just a little taste to some of the things might be coming up. You can't buy new components, but you can certainly find old ones that nobody wants. I got this in a box from a guy who threw like his old computer stuff in the closet years ago, and then I bought it from him. Cool. Yeah, it was a great story. All right. Uh, next. High five. Next. Desktop versus laptop. We've brought this up a lot. And you can actually buy laptops, so it's even more important than ever Jorn 3D has done some testing. Look at this graph. It has all sorts of information. There's an Asus or Asus Zephyrus G15 Asus. versus versus a uh, and that's with a mobile 3080 versus a desktop 3080, and then the percentage difference. And the percentage difference is there. I don't think it really matters that much because you can actually get the laptop. But we're talking. Yeah, like, the other cards should just be empty. It's a good point. Like, there should literally be only exactly. one set of cards like, on this. Well, you can get an average of sixty frames per second versus an average of eighty-five. Well, I can actually get sixty frames per second from this Zephyrus G15. Who cares about the other numbers? Yeah. But and if you're really lucky, you can find the sixteen gig version. This was tested on the eight. Okay. So F1 2020. Yep. You know what? You could you could plug in your old 60 hertz 19, uh, you know, uh, by or, or 16 by 10 monitor on this. Mm, oh yeah, lower the resolution. Yep. That thing will just scream. Yeah, and you get a little bit more vertical out of it, so that'd be perfect. 1024 by 768 is already overkill. So I don't know why mm. we keep pushing this resolution, these boundaries. <clears throat> What this what this story says to me is what's in a name? Why are they? I mean, even if it's you know a thirty eighty mobile, why not just call it what it is? It's a thirty seventy. Well, correct. Yeah, fewer CUDA cores, I, I assume. Yeah, a, a different saying. configuration. Well, Whatever because the performance is about equal. Uh, I didn't. I carefully steered away from. I almost said it. Actually, I didn't though. But yeah, it's more like a thirty seventy. But they're calling it a thirty eighty. What's in a name? 
Samsung is a name that people love. It is. For their phones, if they're anti-Apple people. And Samsung, they have some fabulous news about the second half of 2021, according to Jeremy. What fabulous news? Well, according to the the new fab line is coming up. It it is on time and it is ready to go. This is not a render. This is a real fab. I don't know. Like, I think the color of the blue on the top just does not match reality, especially considering, you know, South Korea kind of looks like Legos. Yeah. But then again, Samsung is a weird company and would do something like that. Hmm. This looks NVIDIA's thing and. Should that's not Flight Sim 2020? Yeah. Maybe that's how they go. It looks better than SimCity 2000, I will say. (laughs) That much. Yeah. So this will be line two uh, of the existing fab of, I think they've got four right now going in South Korea. That's going to focus on their uh, five nanometer and seven nanometer lines. So the newer stuff. And this is going to be fun. This is also the same one that's putting out the low power DDR5 we're not allowed to play with yet but we'll be soon. So it, it's really nice to see that uh, we're going to get some more silicon because we're all desperate for processed sand with lightning in it right now. It, <laughs> it's hard to find. And so this is, this is wonderful news. And so this is going to improve with, Samsung's eight nanometer line. Is that what you're saying? Five and seven. Oh, five and seven. Sorry. Eight's too big. Said that. Eight's too big for that. Oh. They're, they're already working on three. Yeah, but this isn't uh, going to get us any more graphics cards, Jeremy. They're not. This yeah, isn't going to get us any more graphics cards. Maybe hey, everything will... helps right now. Anything. Yeah. Okay. They... Okay. No, then they will start putting out dedicated mining boxes on this oh, line no, and take no. stuff oh, away from. Oh, perfect. The Asics. Market. Yeah, make them. Yes, please. Hey, I, just all I all I had to see last deal with the Asics. The la- this last week was a, a press release for I think it was Team, who had a brand new mining specific nvme drive for I saw that whatever what is that coin called chia chia right it's 12 chia, year chia, warranty chia. ultimate reliability for your chia mining needs hey it just yeah make you close your eyes and look away yeah, just like this is, is that- this is what the world has come to is mining yep. ssd special editions someone was looking and for one of them stupid mf nfts it's something like 58 58- <laughs> terawatts of power sorry i no not with 58 terawatts uh 58 yeah no it was terawatts of power it wasn't like gigawatts no but yeah it was just stupid stupid amounts of power to produce one of these stupid things and then you know keep it existing because bob says you actually own the real one of the thing you've never actually held in your hand you yeah, can only get that if the bottle of lightning that strikes the clock tower man yeah. Don't you? Oh, and by the way, Samsung. This is 1997 uh, all over again. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's it's yeah. gonna it's just gonna blow up. Yep. It's true. Anyway, what was that, Jeremy? What did you start to say? Oh, I was just gonna say. And by the way, Samsung had a record-setting uh, quarter. Yeah, is isn't it great for these chip companies? Like, we're selling yeah. everything we can make. At inflated prices, I heard a, and they're yeah. still buying it. <laughs> I, heard a margin. I heard a good quote. I heard a good quote the other day that the money printers can't keep up with the graphics card makers. It's true. They just have to use graphics cards as currency. 
It's, Practically, they're just gold, they're like gold bars, right? Now. Or, or or like chip makers in general. I I shouldn't just narrow it down to graphics cards. There's such a chip sh- uh, shortage, yes. you yep. know, industry wide. And I I'm not limited it's it to ubiquitous. technology or computers. It goes across everything from you know tractors, cars, dishwashers, whatever. Speaking of cross, no, looking. Oh, go ahead. John. Looking back, it is a small miracle I somehow got a 3080 around launch. I don't. I don't understand. Obviously, I'm cursed for the rest of my life with bad luck because I spent it obviously all then. Well, I mean, you had some in your bank account already, Josh. You had some bad luck that you could spend. <laughs> sure. No, same here with with getting the 6800 XT. Uh, three months after, two months after launch. Because there are people hmm. still waiting. Yeah. Anyway. You like Pokemon cards. Okay. I don't like Pokemon cards. But, no, but I'm saying, like, you bought a pack, and then you found out that the card was worth, like, $200,000 or something. Yeah, but you opened it, and now it's ruined. Oh, I don't think so. Apparently not. I, some streamer, Didn't you I let guess. your... Didn't you let your five-year-old use it as a hammer? Isn't it broken now? That was my that uh, infrared thermometer. Oh, I thought it was your Enterprise model. And, like the plastic was flying off of it. Wasn't uh, it your Enterprise model? Within, within arm's reach. That's nice. <laughs> Hi, you got a fear. You know, it is sort of hammer shaped for a small child. How hot yeah. are we? Hey, yeah, look at that. Oh, nice. Camera picks that That's up. That's cool. <laughs> it did. I saw it. <laughs> 9.8. You know, when Discord was flirting with. Microsoft and they had a little fling and apparently it ended badly, so badly that now Discord's like, oh yeah, we're gonna partner with PlayStation. So there, <laughs> I didn't hear this. So they're partnering with Sony and they're gonna be integrated into PlayStation in 2022. Josh, you were saying like, oh, it'll be part of Xbox community. Well, they're like, no, screw you guys. No, no, going to PlayStation. <laughs> I'm going yo. I'm going yo. <laughs> it's so weird. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love the description here. The exceedingly popular communication service will be integrated into PlayStation starting early next year. Hmm. Well, they're still going to remain independent, and I'm sure they're still going to have an IPO. But this is another feather in their cap before they go public. Like, yep. look at our new concurrent user total, which I can't imagine will be any higher. <sighs> hmm. Yes. Well, at least Microsoft didn't get them, right? Yeah, Teams integration would have been so lovely. If only Intel would have bought them up. Wow. Mm. Remember the old mantra, embrace and extinguish? Yes. Okay, maybe that was just what the rest of us called it, but that was actually what happened. (laughs) We never called them the Borg, did we? No. Yes, yes, we did. AMD. Has, oh. has issued a warning to motherboard makers. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And they're warning them off of supporting Ryzen 5000 on X370. This, this doesn't seem right to me. What do you guys think? I, Maybe it doesn't seem X370 right. Is, How right, yeah, many years need to pass before you buy a new motherboard? Because X370 was 2017 release, so yeah. four years out. I mean, that's 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 ancient for a motherboard. <laughs> well, and I, I understand, I understand the want to do it, 
But I mean that they've also changed around power delivery specifications. So, I mean, even though they're more efficient chips than they were back then with the, you know, 1700, 1800 series. um, Yeah, still, it's, it's going to be different. The needs are going to be different. You can't, you know, I I don't think the physical limitations are going to be huge in that, you know, things can be worked around, but you're only going to be able to do so much with firmware fixes. And so I think that, you know, yeah, it'll run, but if you do benchmarks, you're going to be 10 to 15% slower just because of the way power delivery and uh, switching works. So I don't know. I could be wrong here, but I I can understand just saying, draw a line in the stand. You go no further. You stop here. Let's see. Anyway. Uh, let's Josh, look at uh, the results of their the, poll on this. Final word in the X370 uh, and uh, 5000 series CPUs. Oh. Oh, is it a good you know, decision? 78% say no, it's not a good decision. No. Sorry, Josh, go ahead. I, I think they should give them the option, not the manufacturers, but. You know, there are going to be some people who will try to put a 5000 in an X370 because they like their X370 boards. It was a good chipset. Hey, all they need is a beta BIOS that hasn't had it disabled yet. Yeah. And those are, and they, they were out there. They're available. That is they a painful topic for Josh, and you shouldn't bring it up. Yeah. What, it's beta BIOS? Uh, Speaking of painful topics, I didn't, re- I didn't read past the headline when I saw this. I just rolled my eyes, but Oculus... Quest 2, what is the price for your privacy? How do you get the non uh, 500 bucks and 180 bucks a year. 180 a year? That, but you get the first year what? for free. So to use it without <laughs> Facebook login. It's not 2.99, it's 7.99 and because of annual fee. Yeah, uh, for support for software and God only knows what, because it's it's not like these things need repairs all the time. So yes, there you go. If you were going to be the a member of the Oculus Business Services, mm. which doesn't force you to become uh, one with Facebook, it is literally the exact same thing. It's the exact Quest 2 that's coming out, but it's $500 more up front, and you're paying 180 bucks a year. And knowing their business model, uh, that they've, uh, you know, joined uh, the, the robotic uh, Ryan Schrout, they that will be mandatory. If you don't pay it, they'll probably just go click and your Oculus ain't going to work anymore. So there you go. That You now know exactly what the price of privacy for what once was a Kickstarter that we could have just enjoyed. And now is yeah. the- I'm never buying it. Nope. No. Not for that kind of crap. It's not for That's you. It's not for you then. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. As if we didn't need another nail in the VR coffin. At least this generation. VR will be a big thing someday. We will have a holodeck of some kind. That's that's when I will participate. Yeah. I, I want a helmet and, and then sensors and can just lay in bed and then imagine that all this stuff is happening. And then you can strap that to your kid and just leave them sit and have some quiet time. First time I, I want ever- ready. Pl- 
I want Ready Player One. First time I tried VR was actually at the PC per office, the old one. And I had the headset on and I was moving around and I completely got kind of lost in whatever this little environment was and smacked right into the support pole in the middle of mm. the office. It was it was uh, it had rooms originally, but then he took out the rooms. It was like this open footprint, bam, right into like an eye beam. So, I and you learned an important lesson that day, right? It's like stay within the boundaries. I think Ken was probably yelling at me. <laughs> Room scale. Uh, I'm surprised that you weren't hitting Ken. I mean, it he was seems keeping like a his distance. Excuse. He could see what was going yeah. on. I couldn't, and he I was like running around, you know, whatever I was doing in this ridiculous game. Uh oh yeah the uh, P200A we didn't uh, review the new Fantex ITX case ourselves yeah I wish we could get one of these this looks like a good case could, actually I'm sure we could it's it's you know it's it's surprisingly easy to get cases for review oh. it's just not so easy to actually review them in a timely fashion touche that's twice I'm talking about myself here too but no me too me too this has a mesh front doesn't it it's hard to tell in this photo. I think that's yeah, if you, a, if like you a click through, kind of. If you click through to the link down below, there's a nice picture. Yeah, there oh, we go. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Great airflow possibilities here. Fantex. Looks good. One millimeter mesh. How much does this cost? Is this in that $100 range? It's, uh, it's 50, like 60, 50, 50 right? or 60. 50? Oh, 60. 60. Wait. Yeah. Oh, on. no. Uh, some of them are 50. Okay. Yeah, some of them are fifty bucks. I like the yeah. cut of your jib on this Fantex. I like really? it. Yeah. The, you can uh, get the low, it's less expensive if you go with the uh, metal side panel as opposed to the tempered glass. Oh, how much uh, you frame glass. is a I bit need that, fragile? I need that tempered glass. Yeah, and it's at the top, which you know I've always thought was smart because that's where the heat is. It's a heat source, so why not put it at the top so it's just exhausting out? But you know that's just me. Uh, and you get like. Seriously, for fifty bucks, you're getting all the cable management stuff. You get a vertical GPU bracket if you want to play with oh, that. Oh. Although that does kind of mess with uh, some of the cooling of uh, things. Two ARGB fans included with it, and you know it's Wii. It, it's a tiny little thing, which usually costs you well over a hundred bucks. Cooling is decent. It's pretty big for ITX. This looks like a micro ATX case. That's What's not the a bad dimensions thing. on it? Yeah, was the yeah, uh, nice. was listed? We could look those up. I'll I'll go to that tab. This is, yeah, this is pretty oh, big. Top, oh, top, top mount, mount PSU. PSU. What year is it? Top mount PSU. Yeah, yeah it's, like I said, it's a top mount PSU, and it I, makes yeah. sense to me. It's like why do those old fridges put the freezer on the bottom? I mean, that's the heat source coming up into it. So oh, that's a good it's point. Five by three sixty-five by four hundred millimeters. Hmm. Uh, yeah, give me a second here. What is that in that um, Freedom Units? Yeah, what is that in Freedom Units? 400 millimeters to... Eight. Inch. Where are we here? Eight inches tall. 1.3 feet. Yeah, 1. so it looks feet. big, but it isn't. It's, it's, it's uh, 400 millimeters is under 16 inches. Yeah. Just yeah, this under. Is about 200 this is... by, it's about 8 by 16. This is similar to the Define mm-hmm. Nano S. Is that what it was called? The, the mid-size-ish. Yeah. Have you noticed 
that a lot of cases, apart from the front panel, are the exact same case across yeah. well, all the manufacturers. No, that's a bad thing. It's bringing pricing down. Well, it's sort of dictated by the components that need to be situated within. What, like that graphics card of yours? Well, there's uh, yeah, there's that. Though that doesn't fit. <laughs> they did complain a little bit at the end about the the rigidity of the PSU mount, but I'm thinking that's just because it's top mounted. If they put the PSU in the bottom and shifted everything up, it would just be laying on the floor. Yeah. You wouldn't even notice. But it, I'm if guessing I recall, thinner. It's only got SEC screws as opposed to four. As oh, well. weird. Yeah. Interesting. Odd choice. All right, what is next? We are. That's it. That's it for the news. Oh, thank goodness. That's it. It's time. Yeah, we sped through it. For picks of the week. Uh huh. Um, and Josh traditionally starts us off. What is this? What is this link here? You know, oh. I don't. You know what? You, you know, you want to look like me. And part of that look is the Grado SR225E headphones. Only $200. If you've never had the open ear Grado experience, this is, this is a nice way to do it. It is a little pricey, mind. I mean, there, there are a lot of good headphones for around 100 bucks, But this is, this is something that it's fantastic to listen to music. It's, it, it does well in movies. But really, it's, it's, it's music. And you need to have a quiet place to listen to. You can't have wives screaming in the background that the dog is choking. Because you'll hear all of that. Mm. Along with wonderful masterpieces that you're listening to through a high-end audio, sound card, whatever. Um, they're they're the just really... I have no idea. They they're hand-built in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Just run oh, around Brooklyn and find, uh, find places. John Grado does, uh, J-O-N, John Grado does all of their photography and oh, action nice. shots. Mm. And uh, so he's, he's like a, a 30-year-old fella who's grandson of the founder, I believe. And look at so, this. Look at this. Driver match to 0.05 dB. That is yeah, it's, rare I mean, for something this inexpensive. Yeah, they're, I mean, they did redesign them probably around 10 years ago to get the E models versus the previous. Um, but I mean, you know, they're, the cabling is, is thick, super thick driver match, really impressively. So, um, you know, they're mid range heavy, uh, they've got good base. They, they have good high reproduction, but, you know, they really are aimed at, at more vocal type uh, playback. And so, you know, music is, is very musical on them, you know, extensive soundstage. <coughs> but again, you know, part of that is, is they're open ear. And so they're really efficient. I mean, they're only 32 ohm, which for high-end headphones is, is pretty low. But, you know, when you have a closed design, the drivers have to work harder to get that sound. But if you really think about how pressure works and how the drivers are, are you know, if, if you're working against closed, then you have to compress the air that's in there and then you have to deal with vacuum. 
you know, when it, when it, you know, comes back out. And so even though it's really, really, really fast, I mean, air is, is, you know, it's, it's a fluid in this case. And, um, you're going to have, you know, better overall efficiency and performance with these, the open ear. But the problem with open ear is you will hear ambient sounds in your area. So whether it be wives, trucks driving by, <laughs> anything else, you need a quiet room to really enjoy these. But when you really enjoy them, you really, really enjoy them because musically they're, they're fantastic. So, Josh, the end of the world just you and your Steam library, these would be the headphones to get. No, because, uh, you know, the sounds of AK-47s uh, outside mm, are, are yeah. going to, you know, you want the, sure the howling of the wolves and the coyotes mm-hmm. yipping uh, as, as they're you know, feeding upon At your door. Your neighbors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're not they're zombies, not the perhaps, for as well. The end of the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the groaning and... <sighs> So you really want to just you want a closed back headphone for the end of the world to pretty much so you can ignore everything your own peril. Mm. But if you're a survivalist, then maybe the open ear is really the way to go. Mm. Nobody will be able to sneak up on you. These are important tips, folks. And you'll still enjoy your Wagner and your Finlandia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Prestige Mm -hmm. is really good. The the SR three. Uh, 100 the 325 325 e that sound it's so close to the reference rs2s for 200 dollars less i would never and i've owned both the prestige headphones like you said they're a little mid-range heavy but that is what i it's a little bit of a hump there but it's that's what gives it that attack and if you listen to and it makes it so warm i mean it just is not yeah, it's 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 just a really smooth sound. Yeah, they're not brittle. They're just they have yeah. detail. They're not super bright. They have more punch than the than most headphones. Who, how, who more audio picks? What is happening? It's like we well, do I audio mean, chat at the end of the show. We've we've got a lot of audio picks over the. If you look back at the number of weeks, we've actually picked a fair amount of audio over the past month or so. And here this, I am just using Monoprice. Super cheap in earbuds. <laughs> okay, we're we're not worth uh, listening to in anything else. These are a pair of earbuds oh. I got out of a Huawei phone. Apple look alike earbuds. Did you take the extra chip off, or you leave it in? No, it's it's everything I'm saying is being monitored. Perfect. Uh, well, I mean, if you're obviously if you're shopping for new headphones, you've obviously got a pair of broken ones, and <laughs> those broken ones might just happen to be Bluetooth. Bl- that the speaker's gone on or the battery doesn't want to work or whatever. So over at Hackaday is a project that describes how to take the Bluetooth receivers from said dead headphones and build yourself a pair of wireless speakers. Because, well, a wireless receiver is easy to find. Wireless speakers can be stupidly expensive or utter crap. Uh, Usually you get to choose one of the two options there. So this is an interesting little project. Uh, I I don't know that you're going to be able to make such fancy cases. Uh, the guy that did this is famous for making really really nice uh, home projects. But all of the the specs are there on how to set up how to set up the receiver, what to power it with, how to pin it out so that it's going to properly get the uh, signal, and even some tips on the best way to design your little uh, 
enclosure for the speakers. So yeah, you, you can uh, sit at home and pick your own uh, tweeter and uh, mid-range, because, uh, I mean, it's not really going to drive a good bass, and build yourself some wireless speakers at home, however you would like them to be. Jeremy, the most important thing that he noted during, and I watched this, by the way. This was actually oh, good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, I did. he I does amazing one. videos. Yeah. But the part that I'm not sure that you you touched on was that this allows you to build a set of Bluetooth-capable speakers with real separation because most Bluetooth speakers yes. are like a symbol or a single you know, entity or a block or whatever. And, you know, they may play a few tricks in order to try and generate that sound stage, but you can really only get true separation by actually separating, you know, the speakers out to some degree. So this is an excellent way to do that to and, and reuse perhaps some old electronics that you would have otherwise thrown away or gotten really cheap because these are like $10, you know, devices off of uh, Fleabay. Yeah, a box of broken earphones. All right. Yeah, with dead batteries. And and really, that's the thing that generally goes on a lot of this stuff is the batteries kind of wimp out. And, uh, you know, you could get these things all day long and just solder onto them and, you know, pipe them into a, a $5 amp and uh, turn it into a set of uh, Bluetooth speakers. Cool idea. You know what else is a cool idea? Storage. Yes very it trendy is. right now it is and i want to talk about an advantage that you could potentially take advantage of but i reuse my words so sk honix reached out to us to say hey we've got some new storage out there we want you guys to take a look at it and we were like okay yeah we we're gonna bring the the storage uh, testing suite back online um yeah why don't you send us over some of that and then they said hey you know what why don't you tell everybody that we've got a sale that's about to happen, starting on the 10th, going through the 14th, Amazon only, get SK Hynix, a name brand memory maker, SSDs and NVMEs for 15% off. So I just wanna let everybody know to keep an eye out on 15% off, starting on the 10th, going through the 14th, SK Hynix, SATA, drives at 500 gig and NVMe 500 gig. Uh, as far as I know, it's NVMe as well. Uh, 15% off. So Just the keep an eye out for that. Mm. Yeah, the 500s. That's what, uh, that's what the SK Hynix representative told me. They said, oh yeah, we've got a, a sale coming up. Uh, is there some way that um, you can make sure that people know about that? And I'm like, I will be happy to mention it tonight. It's just fine. Look, so we're so going to nice of you to. Uh, well, so I introduced you to a new friend. <laughs> you did, and I said, "Well, I'm going to. We're going to get one of those, you know, storage devices in for testing." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, it's a name. It's a name brand, anyways. It's not like a lot of the fly by night brands that sell for ultra low cost. And at fifteen percent off, that's actually going to be a very, very good deal, especially well, if it becomes fifteen percent off of that that fifty seven dollar number." Just let us know what the Chia performance is like uh, when you write it up. Yeah, and I definitely will, and uh, I'll be pocketing all of my Chia coin personally. Excellent. Just you know that. Is, is it actually even a coin yet, or is it? It's not whatever tradable. Is it? How far am I going to get on five hundred? On five hundred gig anyway? I, th I thought you put the the stuff onto cold storage, like just spinning. Rest. Oh, I've got 
I've got 50 terabyte on standby, actually, yeah, so, so you, I could probably throw that at it. Or mining, or... I should be. But I'm not that smart, so, in a way, that's All it. Right. And on that, that note, on that note, I don't have a pick. <laughs> Thought about a pick, I'm like, no, this, this is... As usual. Let's just stop at the... How long have we been recording? An hour and 20 minutes of recording time so far. So the finished product will be about an hour an hour 15 we'll see we'll see how much gets cut out but we'll be back we'll be back next week with the actual content more to talk about more excitement does anybody have any yeah i'm doing my taxes this weekend oh no that's right i'm definitely doing my taxes and i'm finishing that thermal take uh tower 100 review a couple cases i am definitely gonna finish that okay (laughs) i'm gonna hold you to it yes All right. I'm taking a lot of pictures. Everybody. Good night. Uh